Hi family, welcome to the PIWC Accra podcast, where we are inspired, challenged and equipped to possess our spheres of influence with principles and values from the word of God, preached and taught powerfully by anointed and seasoned men and women of God. We believe strongly that this word will bless your life, so do not keep it to yourself, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. On today's episode of the podcast, we are certain that you'd be blessed even as you receive the ministration of God's word with open hearts. Now family, let's get into the word of God. reading is taken from Psalm 30 verse 1 to 3 and I'm reading from the New International Version. I will exalt you Lord for you lifted me out of the depth and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord my God I called to you for help and you healed me. You Lord brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Amen. Amen. Verse 11. You turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. Amen. Amen. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ. If you came crying, God is turning all your mourning into dancing. Amen. This is divine turn around. I declare Psalm 30 verse 11 over your life. If you came with all kinds of uh, depression and all kinds of uh, uh, disappointment around your life, you are are not even sure of what tomorrow holds for you. I declare to you in the name of Jesus, if you came morning, you are going out dancing to the glory of the Lord. Because there will be a divine turnaround in your life. Is somebody hearing my voice? When peace like a river attended my soul, God is the reason for our survival. 
God will not watch over you to go down so dejected, depressed, and go in weariness and in desperation. I declare the counsel of the Lord over your life. You are at the right place in the right environment. Get ready for divine turnaround. Divine turnaround. I declare the fruitfulness in your womb. It's happening right now in the name of Jesus. The sick are getting healed. The brokenhearted are getting soothed by the power of the Holy Ghost. If you can give me a witness, amen. amen. So shall it be. Amen. We may not go through the whole service and sermon, but I know of a truth that God brought you here for a divine turnaround to turn your morning into dancing. Oh, it is just going to happen just like that. And no hand of man can be attributed to what has occurred. It can only be attributed to the divine, to an invisible force, uh, to the divine source, uh, and I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, if you came here so morose and confused, uh, because you have lost big capital in your business, I came with an announcement from the Supreme Council of Heaven for somebody that your business is bouncing back. How it will happen, uh, it will just happen uh, like the prophet declared, uh, tomorrow by this time, tomorrow by this time, tomorrow by this time, you will experience deflation. It could not, oh God, sit well with the one in whose hand the king stand. So he jickled and ridiculed the statement of the prophet. I came with an announcement anywhere from this pulpit. It's not coming from Pastor Kinsley or a man of God called Kinsley. It is coming from the throne room perspective. And that is why Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord, not the word of Elisha. And the word of Elisha was the word of the Lord. I declare in the name of Jesus, receive a message from God. Receive a message from God. Receive a message from the Lord. As I speak right now, your healing is taking place. As I speak right now, something is happening in your body. I see cancer going away. I see cancer being flushed away from your sister. I see hypertension. I see diabetes. And I see all kinds of chronic diseases. They are moving away because there's a turnaround. Because there's a turnaround. Because there's a turnaround. Come on, shout amen. Oh, hallelujah. It's exciting to be in the house of the Lord. Very exciting to be in the house of the Lord. God is a God of miracles. God is a God of miracles. So if you accept God and you don't believe in the miraculous, then you have not believed in the God I said. So Paul said, when I came to you, I did not come with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but I came in the demonstration of the power of God. I have my own personal experience and a testimony I give. Not what was written in the Bible about others, but what is written about me. May you live out of this conference, carry your own testimony, and well, back it with the word of the Lord as written here, by saying that it was written about Paul, but I have tasted, I have trusted, I have tried it, and I know it is true, because I have experienced it myself. 
I've experienced it myself. Life is full of troubles. In fact, Jesus himself gave a hint that in this world, there are many troubles. And the troubles he talked about, in fact, whether you are who, it has no color. It will not discriminate. So in this world, we go through challenging times. We go through tribulation. But he ended by saying, but I have overcome. Uh, do I have some overcomers in the house? Hey, do I have some overcomers in the house? Whether the world's economy is not being too friendly, I declare to you, God has overcome. And because of that, you are an overcomer. Oh, I say, you are an overcomer. Many challenges are in this world. Some of them are self-inflicted. Others, you don't know where they came from. But others, God just decides to test our faith. So he allows things to happen our way. But be that as it may, whether self-inflicted through sin or whatever, there is a divine turnaround. There comes a time in the life of the believer when God just comes into the situation. Because you have come to your wit end, all effort here towards resolving it have failed. But God decides to come in. In his appointed time, he decides to come in. And I want to tell you that this is the appointed time of God. Oh, you are not here. Somebody, this is your day and your moment of divine manifestation. Oh, but there couldn't be any better time than this. Where God will turn captivities around to favor you. So as we read from 2 Kings chapter 7, the Arameans and the Syrians have besieged the people of Israel. They were confined. They've exhausted all their eatables and they were starving to death. And the Assyrians were very excited because their preoccupation was not to fight but to starve them. And I'll prove to you in the word of God that to starve to death is more cruel than to be starved. So because they knew in the word written about these Jews that when they starve to death, it is more cruel than somebody to kill them. They starved. They were starving them. But God decided to use a certain method that is uncommon. A method of trying to use uncircumcised, unclean people called lepers to bring about the divine turn around is unheard of. The angle you are looking may not be the anger. God has his own anger. The reason is that God does not want any human being to take credit for what he has done. Let alone another person to also congratulate himself for something God did and he had no clue. So I am saying the divine turnaround is not an occurrence from your pastor or anybody, but it's a heavenly response to your cry. God has done so much and God is going to do mighty things. Is somebody hearing my voice? So one day some lepers were sitting there somewhere. The unassuming lepers rejected and thrown somewhere were thinking about themselves and God chose them. He always chooses the foolish things of this world. Always to confound the wise. 
I came to announce to somebody, your child that you demean, and you are always debasing his or her dignity, may be the reason to bring your joy. Is somebody hearing my voice? So, a divine turnaround does not consult your past. Divine turnaround will not consult your distant pastor. Because if they consult me, I know my people. And I know the one in terms of preference, I will choose. But preference does not happen in this case. You may be in a queue. All of you are jumping. I mean, getting ready to board the plane. And they tell you you are number 54, but the plane takes only 53. You know of a surety that you will not board. If you don't board through, something else will happen. Then all of a sudden, there's a news flash. There is an announcement that the order of Kiwi has changed. And we are starting from the bottom. And I saw you and I saw you. And I saw you and I saw you. That you were number 54. But you became number one. When the divine turn around happened. Is somebody hearing my voice today? Can you shout? Yeah! Listen, something will happen in this church. That is unthinkable. That has not been written in any chronicles. But you were just going to be the reference point. You are the reference point. Some 30. The man has gone through a lot. A man after God's own heart. Yet if you check his trajectory. A very troublesome situation in his life. This is a song he sang. When he went through the turbulent pain in his life. In a sickness that nearly took his life. As you see in verse 3. I was close to the grave. But your hand took me. There was a turn around. You brought me up from the grave. Oh Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death. What happened to the king? Was sin known to death. Warranted death. But there was a divine turn around. That was a divine And then he said in verse 11 that you have turned my morning into joyful dancing. I thought I was dead, but somehow by no man's interference, only by divine coincidence, I saw life come back into me again. And I could only say, you have turned my morning into dancing. Number two, you have taken away the clothes of mourning and the clothes. But the King James Version described the kind of clothes he was wearing. Which was similar to what the king was wearing. And was rolling and checking the gravity of the starvation. The King James Bible talks about sackcloth. It was an undergarment. And then he had worn something that makes it look like outside gentility home cry. 
wearing suit, but he's feeling hot inside. The man looks beautiful, but the lady is pretty, but there are so many, but, but outside you don't see anything. So when he tore the outer garment, people saw the sackcloth. What is this sackcloth that King David is referring to? It is a morning attack. When you are in a difficult time, we want to identify you and separate you from others who are not solely afflicted. So you are given that garment. And it's called sackcloth. Lepers wear sackcloth. So when they were there, what can identify them if you are not checked their physique or their, their phalanges or whatever? Is the cloth, sackcloth they were wearing. So when you are wearing the sackcloth, it means that you are greatly afflicted, you are greatly wounded, and it reminds others of the scar of yesteryears. When people just look at you from a distance, like Luke chapter 15, the Bible said the father looked at him, the prodigal son, and saw that he was wearing sackcloth. So he commanded, go and change his clothes and put him a new cloth. The sackcloth is being removed. You've been wearing the sackcloth for so many years. And anytime you appear, what you are wearing is what is giving you description. But I came to announce to somebody, God is turning the captivity around. And the sackcloth will not be there any longer. God is going to remove the sackcloth and put on a new garment. A garment of glory. A garment where there will be no shame. A garment there will be no disgrace. Come on, shout, I believe. Can we check Esther chapter 4 verse 1? Mordecai wore sackcloth when he had greatest threat to his life. And he decided not to remove it. Even when Esther told him, remove it. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai ran his cloth and put on what? Sackcloth. I don't deserve to put on very beautiful and glorious clothes. What has happened to me? Even my shirt must describe my predicament. And went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and a bitter cry. And came even before the king's gate. For none might enter into the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. So when you are in sackcloth, you are limited as to how far you can go. So Mordecai wanted to go and cry to the king for help. But he was limited by the attire he was wearing. And in every province... When I saw over the king's commandment and the decree came, there was a great mourning among the Jews because the leader himself is wearing sackcloth. And fasting and weeping and wailing and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Carry on. So Esther's maid and her chamberlains came and told it to her. Then was the queen exceedingly grieved. She has heard that his uncle is wearing sackcloth. The trouble has got into its waist. And to take away the sackcloth from him, he told them, go and change the cloth for him. But this is Mordecai's response. Five. Then called Esther to Hattak, one of the king's chamberlains, whom he had appointed to attend upon her and gave him a commandment to Mordecai to know that it took to know what it was and why he's wearing what he's wearing. 
Sometimes you can't even voice out the gravity of the things you are going through. But people see it. They are aware that you are not fine. But you can't share it. It's unshareable. But God sees. Oh, Mr. God sees. The man who sees in secret knoweth all the things you are going through. And one of these days, he will respond from heaven and say, I know what you are going through. I see from afar. I am Jehovah Elroy. I see everything. And I have come with a help, not only to meet your needs for today, but to give you a perpetual bliss, a, a, a certain kind of response that will make you not cry any longer. And that is what I believe God for you. So Hatat went forth to Mordecai unto the street of the city, which was before the king's gate. And Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him, and of the son of the money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasury for the Jews to be destroyed. Also he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther, and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go unto the king to make supplication. This week, we have come to God and we have played before him all our supplication. And I heard the supreme council of heaven declaring that we must dispatch angels for their sake. We must dispatch response to their cry. Somebody your home, your house number, your address, he knows it, they know it. Heaven is aware of what you are going through. And when they dispatch, they will not miss their way. They will come straight to you and they will come straight to the need and I declare in the name of Jesus Christ if you are struggling with masturbation you are struggling with something kind of beside saying this is the turnaround experience may you rise up and say God this is my day and this is my moment is somebody hearing my voice today oh God is going to give you a new song the song of disgrace and shame and but all of that will be no more. Ayaba bokeba. Balehebrianda bakasa. Oh, bahata. Ine meha basota ya bradaba. Kasita. Bro, he made him higher. Ine ne meha sikata. Bola branda bakasota. Inye malobra zini mikate la branda. Kayabele. Ikeleba labra suti baya. Ikeleba hasunimi. Ele balando kasite de brianda. Rie bahanda bakasuta. Inye ne mahasite le bahanda. Ikelabrozi di mia branda basakata. Rie ne mahasunimi abranda bakete. Oh Lord. I have a news for you, child of God. Be still in his presence and hear. Something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening. You will not live your life in sorrow any longer. In pain any longer. God is coming through for you. Divine turn around. It's happening in your corridor. It's happening in your corridor. God is coming through for you. God is coming through for you. You are in a such a mess. In a certain marriage that you have regretted all. If it is not for better for worse, you will have gone a long time. I have a news for you. It has become a sackcloth around your life. Everywhere you go, people are now point pointing. And if they want to describe you, this, oh, the woman whose husband is very cruel, 
or that wife, that man whose wife is troublesome. That is your description. I came with the news for you from the word of the Lord. Something is happening. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 7, the Bible says, if a man's way pleases the Lord, he will make his enemies to be at peace with him. When a man's ways please the Lord, and I declare to you, your ways have pleased the Lord. So even the worst enemy is making peace with you. We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships. Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time, we pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.